Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy, uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here today, as usual. In uh, Italy, in the north, uh, near Venice, on the mainland called Mestre, where we're currently doing a church plant, and in the early phases, which means we are evangelizing to see people saved, because a church can't start any other way here in Italy. Uh, so here we are in the north, and today uh, we're giving an update, which we do about every 10 days or so. We share some of uh, what we're going through, what the Lord is doing in our hearts, what He's doing in our life, some ministry activities, things of this nature, as well as prayer requests and praise reports uh, so you can see uh, how your prayers are, are being used in the Lord's work here and new things that you can be praying for. Uh, prayer is the uh, the fuel behind all missions and endeavors uh, that we go after or per, yeah, pursue as we pursue Christ. So the title of this particular update uh, that we sent out via email first, and now we're updating on uh, audibly, is called One Another, and uh, simply because uh, we were at a retreat recently, uh, this past weekend, with some of our friends, brothers and sisters in Christ, a young church plant uh, on the northern side of Udine, the city of Udine here in uh, Italy, northeast of Italy, and uh, gathered for a little mini conference, a retreat actually. And uh, the topic or the theme was the, the one another verses in the Bible and how a church actually is to behave and how we are to relate one to another, all these different commands and how they go about and, and, uh, and how we are totally different than the way the world works. And that itself makes the church a strong testimony. Uh, so we looked at those concepts, those ideas there, and uh, enjoyed the beautiful area up there in the Dolomite uh, Mountains, the Alps, uh, the north part of Italy here. Absolutely breathtaking, beautiful, beautiful, unbelievable, right out of a, seemed like a movie or a little slice of, of paradise, just unbelievable. Uh, so quiet, such fresh air, such rich green and the flowers, uh, which they say the flowers are so colorful and vibrant because of the quality of the air there. All these different things, just absolutely amazing place to be. We were there less than five minutes and we said to ourselves, we have to come back here sometime in the future for more than just a night, but maybe a week or something like that. Maybe a winter vacation. Uh, who knows? But it's a wonderful, wonderful place. Uh, but you can't help but but be troubled, you know, as a missionary driving through those areas. To get to this place it was a two-hour drive for us. And once you get up into the mountains, then you just go from little village to little village. These little villages tucked away in the middle of these mega mountains. And you know there's no evangelical witness there. You know there's no evangelical church and even if there was statistically speaking it wouldn't be a healthy evangelical church it would be something uh way off to one of the to the left or to the right and uh so it's a troubled area at the same time beautiful magnificent but you know there's those people and those are sweet people real people but they have no idea what the gospel is and they don't know how to be saved and uh they're left on their own there and just uh led to believe that everything will be fine and don't need to, uh, don't know that they need to repent of their sins, turn from their sins, embrace Jesus Christ. Uh, they don't know of the new birth. They don't know of any of this stuff, and uh, and it's a tragedy. Uh, so it makes you think and wonder how in the world would we ever reach folks like that? To reach them would take real specific calling to go up there and just dedicate your life to the to the wilderness, so to speak, live up there. 
uh, or uh, Lord willing, we'll see more churches established here in the in the larger uh, urban centers, the cities, and then maybe one day the little little bodies of believers will form in other places as well, and and they can reach out to those kinds of people too. Uh, in the future, we hope, we pray. Uh, it's a tragedy, though. Uh, so that it's, it is a good reminder as we start this update today that uh, there are thirty-two or thirty-four thousand cities and towns in Italy. Most of those are villages, small towns. And uh, 32,000 of those 34,000 cities and towns have zero evangelical witness today, still today, 2018. That is a staunch reality, just mind-blowing. That's so many little towns and villages, so many little families, kids, moms, dads, grandparents, you name it, with no one to reach them with the gospel. Uh, uh, So we pray that that will change as the time goes on. But yeah, the title of our update today, back to the to the email, I'm looking at it. I don't want to just ramble on. We do have uh, a couple things we can look at. One another is the title. I might even share some of these one another verses as an example from the sheet that we looked at. Two new prayer requests, I'll mention those. Uh, yeah, this will be a brief one today, I believe. Uh, let me see. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. This was one of those one another verses. Uh, a pretty important one. And I'll go ahead and read that. And then we'll jump in, make a couple comments, and see how that relates to this whole entire update. Uh, Hebrews 10, 24-25, the author says this, Let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more, as you see the day, drawing near." As is the habit of some, they neglect to meet together. But we don't want to do that, he's saying. We want to be normally gathering together. Christians, they need each other. The fellowship is so important. We need to be gathering together, and in particular here on the Lord's Day. So let's see. Here we have, um, yeah, this past weekend... Sipping on my yerba mate here. Okay, just for a second. This past weekend we had the special privilege to join believers from a small church plant led by friends of ours in the Italian region known as Friuli. Uh, it has a two-day, it was a two-day and one-night conference, or let's just call it a retreat. The focus was, as I mentioned, one another verses of the New Testament. And these are the commands that come to us from the Lord uh, that can only be obeyed and lived out when we are living in community with our brothers and sisters as part of a local church. In a second, I'm going to go ahead and read a number of these verses just for our edification so we see how overwhelming, how many there are of these types of commands. Uh, with the advancements of technology and the web, the websites, web world, World Wide Web, this can become more and more an issue, and it is definitely in our day an issue. Uh, even here in Italy, too many confessing believers can attempt to live their Christian life disconnected from a local church body. Even in our just short amount of time we've been evangelizing this particular city, this area, I've seen this a number of times. So many people that claim to be pursuing the Lord or following Jesus Christ uh, had a, some kind of bad experience with what was told to them is an evangelical church, which maybe, maybe, maybe it wasn't. Uh, and so what they do is the bad experience happens and they go and they just content themselves with uh, virtual church uh, on the internet, uh, on the webs, stuff like this. And that's a real shame. You get so much less out of it. You're not able to really serve. And like we'll see here today, all these verses that were commanded uh, to obey, you can't apply any of them, which leaves you living a sinful life. 
so that's what they do. They listen to sermons, they worship uh, with music online, and they think that's enough. It's not. And they are in sin because they are simply unable to obey these clear New Testament commands, as I just mentioned, regarding the Christian relationships within the local church. Further, it hinders the local church from being all it ought to be, as parts of the body are literally missing. We're all a different part of the body of Christ. You're not there. Something's not there also. Now, imagine showing up anywhere you go and uh, you know your hand is missing, your foot is missing, your ear, your eye. So it just wouldn't work out so well. Uh, and that's the, the church is really hindered when people just decide not to show up and try to do follow Christ in their own way. Uh, uh, much more can be said about all that, but uh, let's just suffice it to say that the, the, the retreat was a great time and a great encouragement uh, to engage with others on what a local church or Christian community looks like, actually, and how different that is from the world. Uh, so great, great time there. It really, really was. Let me just share some of these verses, though. Uh, I mean, it's overwhelming how many of these we see. And I, I know people, I have friends back in the States who, who have fallen victim to this same concept. Uh, they haven't been members of a church for like 10, 15 years, maybe longer, maybe ever. And they just hop from one place to another. When they feel like it, they go to church. When they don't, you know, whatever. They run to these weird, uh, crazy kind of conferences where who, know, who, who knows what they're teaching and what. And it's just crazy stuff. Not committed to a local body. Not, not members. I know of uh, I have friends who are church leaders. They got these mega churches, thousands of people. No membership at all. So they have no idea who they're actually accountable to. Church discipline, they never even heard of it. They would never try to apply that. Why would we offend anybody? Uh, Christ wants his church pure, but yet there's no membership, so you don't know who you're accountable, who's accountable to you. You have no you have no way to really care for the flock. All kinds of problems, all kinds of things can happen. Uh, but these verses uh, are important. So let's, let's read some of these. Mark 9, 50. Be at peace with each other. If you're never with each other, if you're not committed to a group of people, a body of Christ, uh, being at peace is... Uh, would become natural and easy. You just have no one to be at peace with. You're at peace with everybody because you're not relating with anybody. But when you are relating with other people, naturally there are times where you're commanded, you got to be at peace with them. They're different, and they're different for a reason. Praise God for that. Now be at peace with each other. It's a command to be at peace. Love one another. John 13, 34 to 35, 15, 12, and verse 7. Romans 13, 8, 1 Thessalonians 4, 9, 1 John 3, 11, 3, 23, 4, 7, 4, 11, 4, 12, 2 John 5. The idea of loving one another. Actually, not an idea, but the command to love one another. And uh, knowing how we're made, the Lord had to command this because in our flesh, we just don't love anybody. We love only ourselves. And not even that, we don't do well. Uh, so the Lord has to remind us, you who are mine, you're born of my spirit, I command you, love one another. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, you can love other people. And you're commanded to. Another one, be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Romans 12, 10. Be devoted to one another. What a concept, to devote yourself to someone else and have them devoted to you in brotherly love for the good of each other. Uh, another one, Romans twelve ten. Honor one another above yourselves. In other translations, I believe this one says, outdo one another in showing honor. What a concept. The world does not work like that at all but christians can actually try to outdo one another in showing honor incredible thought incredible idea but it's not just that it's a command you're supposed to do that every time you're not uh, but you're honoring yourself above others you're in sin honor one another above yourselves another one uh, romans twelve sixteen. live in harmony with one another similar to the be at peace with each other but harmonize, live in harmony with one another. So much could be said about that. Stop passing judgment on one another. Romans 14, 13. A lot can be said there. 
uh, and there's a lot of misunderstanding about what it means to judge. And there is a right judging and a wrong judging, but here we're told, commanded, stop passing judgment on one another. And there he's relating to specific practices uh, where there is freedom, and we all need to let our conscience be our guide. Uh, another one, accept one another, then just as Christ accepted you. Romans 15, 7. Uh, commanded to accept one another. Uh, instruct one another. Romans fifteen fourteen. Instruct one another. It's not just the guy who's at the pulpit who's supposed to be instructing, giving instructions, or the guy teaching. But one to another, we are to instruct. Uh, there's, a, there's a real command for that. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Romans 16, 16 and 20. 2 Corinthians 13, 12. 1 Peter 5, 14. Greet one another with a holy kiss. There's a lot that can be said about that. We won't get into it now, but the idea, the concept is there. When you come together to eat, wait for each other. 1 Corinthians eleven thirty three. Wait for each other. Uh, 1 Corinthians twelve twenty five. Have equal concern for each other. Having, we're commanded to have a concern for each other. Serve one another in love. Galatians 5.13. We're commanded to serve. If you keep on biting and devouring each other, you will be destroyed by each other. Galatians 5.15. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Here's something we're not to do. Don't envy each other. It's natural in the flesh to envy others, to desire what they have, to want what they, the blessings they have. Uh, that's of the flesh. That's of the world. Envying and provoking, absolutely not. Do not do these. If you do, you become conceited and you're sinning. Carry each other's burdens. Another one. Galatians 6, 2. We are commanded to carry each other's burdens. Uh, be patient, bearing with one another in love. Ephesians 4, 2. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Ephesians 4, 32. Forgiving each other. Ephesians 4, 32. What concepts Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ephesians 5.19. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Ephesians 5.21. Submitting to each other. In humility, consider others better than yourselves. Philippians 2.3. Do not lie to each other. The negative aspect here. Do not lie to each other. We're commanded not to lie to each other. Bear with each other. Colossians 3.13. Bear with each other. Forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Colossians 3.13, issues come up, things happen. Um, when we're living in community, we don't always get our way. We have to, at times, uh, just forgive any grievances that come up uh, against one another. We're commanded to do that. Teach one another. Admonish one another. This was an interesting one. I remember we looked at that. Admonish one another. What a concept. All those who go on and, and one day fall into, into grievous sin, they never thought they would have arrived at that point, but uh, it was pointed out to us that it usually always starts with somebody not admonishing uh, the person or correcting, seeking to correct them when they were in smaller sins. And uh, because no one obeyed that command and admonished them, time went on and little by little that sin grew into many, many more little sins. And, and then next thing you know, he falls, uh, the church leader falls into a bigger sin uh, and ruins his whole ministry. Uh, make your love increase and overflow for each other. First Thessalonians 3.12 Make your love increase and overflow. Encourage each other. First Thessalonians 4.18, 5.11, Hebrews 10.25. Build each other up. These are all commands. Build each other up. Encourage one another daily. 3.13, Hebrews. Spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Hebrews 10.24. Do not slander one another. James 4.11. Don't grumble against each other. James 5.9. Confess your sins to each other. James 5.16. Pray for each other. Live Love one another deeply from the heart. First Peter three eight. Live in harmony with one another. First Peter three eight. Love each other deeply. 
Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. The whole idea of hospitality, offering it. Uh, none of your possessions are yours. If you've come to Christ, all you have is given to you as a gift to be at the Lord's service and you serve others to the glory of God. Offer what your home, offer your things to others without grumbling. First Peter 4.9 Each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others. First Peter 4.10 And clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. First Peter 5.5 5. And there's probably others still. What a great... Uh, amazing list though but again these are all commands that come to us one another commands that can only be obeyed when we're living in a christian community when we're members of a church body we commit ourselves to that that group of believers and uh, and we live to serve one another and apply all these commands that god has given us uh so so much can be said there we'll just stop at that if you want to see photos from our trip and our time during this retreat uh, my wife, I know on Facebook, she posted recently a number of photos, like 30 of them from the trip. Beautiful photos, breathtaking. I encourage you, go go take a look there. Jerry V. Shrek, you can find her photos and see it. If not, uh, there's a couple of them I put here uh, that I had on my uh, phone camera. And you can check those out as well on the practicalmissions.org website. 10-day uh, updates, the link there. And then there's this this most recent one and some of those photos. Absolutely beautiful place here in the Dolomites. And uh, great place to go visit if you're ever in Italy, if you ever come and serve here and you want to get away for a while, it's a great place to go as well. Prayer requests, two of them are listed. First uh, one says, join us in prayer now, please, as we restart our evangelism efforts. Restart because in August everything shut down, uh, the season of ministry changes, now we're back to the, to the daily uh, evangelism as our number one and primary task because you don't do church planning uh, without evangelizing here in Italy. And why do we evangelize? Because people are lost. Jesus commanded it. And it's our great privilege and joy to proclaim the gospel message to others because only through the proclamation of the gospel uh, does the Holy Spirit work to regenerate, cause people to be born again as they hear it or after they hear it. It's just how it works. It's God's design. Uh, So pray for us now as we begin evangelism again. Pray for courage. Uh, Pray for boldness. Pray for wisdom, grace, and zeal along with open doors. These are all the kind of things that we learn from the Apostle Paul, things that he himself, the the master missionary, a phenomenal uh, evangelist, he asked for prayer for these things. And if he, he, he needed to ask from them, we much more need to ask for these things also. So please do that. In your daily prayers, remember um, me, remember my wife, Practical Missions Cohort, and pray for us in this season. Extra courage, boldness, wisdom, grace, zeal, and fruitful evangelism, open doors, opportunities that only God can cause so we can proclaim the good news to those who desperately need to hear it here. Uh, And then another prayer request is pray for the several new contacts that we made throughout the summer and that we will see some more salvations. People that uh, come to mind, there's uh, Valerio, there's, uh, uh, and his, his, I forget his girlfriend's name now, and they have a daughter. Uh, Then there's also Jada and Davide and their two girls. Uh, and a number of other people that we met, uh, Alessandro and his son. Uh, p- pray for the, us to continue seeing these people and continue uh, being able to testify of the grace of God among them. Pray we'll see some new conversions too. Uh, those are our main prayer requests. The blog posts are always available on practicalmissions.org slash blog. Nothing new since the last time we give an update, so we'll just leave it at that. Uh, but lots of good stuff there. And uh, we continue to add something every few weeks there as well. 
missions opportunities. They're always available. Uh, we have some people already considering a short-term trip for next summer. Praise God for that. Uh, we're still looking for vision trip folks who want to come and experience for a brief amount of time uh, a light version of what a summer trip could look like and getting experience for the ministry and the reality here of Italy. Internships, uh, English teachers, uh, church planners, uh, People that will be part of a church plant team for two to four year terms, videographers, worship leaders, and anything else you can think of, uh, we're welcoming roles, all kinds of different roles. There's also the specific role of an administrator, still praying, still waiting for whoever the Lord might be calling to play that role and help uh, uh, facilitate a lot of different aspects of the ministry here on the Italy side of things. And uh, and that's it for today. One little brief uh, word of encouragement here comes from... uh, uh, a post that we had on the social media and it says sometimes uh, life gets us down if, if you're honest and you live in this world it's fallen it's dark once in a while you feel down you just feel things aren't something's just not right it could be your own flesh could be your circumstances and I was thinking just today as I'm watching some kids going down the street on a bike young kids and I'm thinking the fact that they go home from school at that age and they're not kidnapped they're not stolen they don't get hit by a bus or a car day after day they, what mercies everyone is experiencing in a fallen world it's truly amazing that people are still alive and doing everything they do on a daily basis i mean there's just so many dangers such a wild place uh, a fallen world like this Uh, sometimes we get down sometimes we feel bored at other times we are restless while other times we're just depressed depression is a real thing these days uh, especially in america what is the common cure all i'm not a doctor i don't claim to have the the common cure all but one great solution that is too often overlooked among Christians, is group evangelism. So all those different things that can have us troubled in life or bored or just you know depressed, a great solution is often group evangelism. What a joy it really is to work together with others, brothers and sisters in Christ, get in the trenches, labor to reach the unreached and bring them to the Savior. What a joy. What an excitement. It's one of those few things that when you're doing it, you know. You could get killed, something can happen to you, or Christ himself could return and you would have no regrets at all. You were doing your master's work. You were doing the primary thing he left you here on the earth to do, to testify of his grace, to proclaim his name and his gospel message. So we at PMC, we invite you, consider spending part of next summer, 2019, in Italy doing just that, joining in with a group of others and proclaiming the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's it for today, guys. God bless you, and uh, obey those one another verses. Get to know them. Appreciate your body of believers. If you're not a member of a church, shame on you. But that's enough. Now go repent, and go become a member of a church body. Uh, commit to them, and uh, and live your life among them, serving God, obeying all these wonderful commandments, and receiving the many blessings that come from being part of the body of Christ. Till the next time, God bless you. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao.
If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the Church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.